What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Black Pill Podcast with Black Careers and Face with. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> We're here on season three of the Black Pill Podcast. Season three. Um, I am your esteemed host, uh, OBJ, and I'm joined by my co-host. Introduce yourself. I'm Kiara Leah. And we're joined by special guests here tonight. Why don't you introduce yourselves? Snapsky. So, <laughs> you know, just really quick, thank you for having us come on. Yes, of, course, of course, I'm supposed to introduce myself. So my name is Kimar. I'm joined with my wife, Deanny. My name is Deanny, and we're from It's Relational. Hey! Get your off your body. Yeah, so that's our podcast that is centered around just showing positive relationships and just being able to encourage couples how to have a long-lasting relationship as well. Yes, and then on top of that, too, you may find a couple of segments where we have, you know, life stories where we interview some professionals, kind of hear their perspective or what they're going on and how they tie into their love life or their relationship. So you'll get a little bit of both. Hey, that's dope. That's dope. So today's Black Pill topic is media and toxic relations. And we're going to talk about how today's society and today's media has affected relationships when it comes to you know, couples, when it comes to family, when it comes to friends and things of that nature, and also other agendas that may come along with, you know, the portrayal of media and the depictions that they're trying to promote and things like that. So, um, but before we get started, make sure you follow us on Instagram at the Black Pill Podcast, and also make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, you know, press that notification bell, you know, make mm-hmm. sure, you know what I'm saying? Like, comment, three. share, please. Exactly. Season yeah. three, season three, you know what I'm saying? Um... And another segment that we like to start up just to see how y'all doing. You know what I'm saying? So today is uh, this week's mental check-in. So I would like to start off with our special guest, uh, ladies first. How are um, you doing this week or how are you doing mentally? Um, I will say I am in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, because got some interesting news um, today. It lost a family member today. Mm-hmm. So it's very unfortunate, yes. So it's just been a lot going on for the past two weeks, Elton. Mm. Yeah. So just do my best to just not be too overwhelmed because mm. you know I still gotta be strong for my baby. Yeah. Because I can't be too stressed out. Oh, yeah. Thank you for yeah. So I I will try. <laughs> thank you. So I I will just give myself a moment to cry to feel yeah. mm-hmm. what I'm feeling, and I say okay, we gotta just be in the middle right now. We can't be too high or too low. You just mm-hmm. gotta be in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Just, just also just embrace the moment. So every those cycles that you're going through, I think it's just part of the natural cycle. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So uh Kimar, how are you doing? How are you doing mentally? Um I'm better this week. Um just to share a little bit more personal details, just like Danny said, you know, something you know happened with her family. Me personally, um I had a severe mental block um mm-hmm. last week where um, obviously, we're expecting our first child, and you okay seeing the name at this point? I feel like it's already out there. It's it's out there, but you you only know if you watch the episode. Okay, okay. If you watch <laughs> the anime, watch it. Hey. we've decided to name our child one of the captains or former mm-hmm. yeah, former captains. I won't. I, I, you know, I'll give another little hint. You know, yeah. you wear glasses. 
That's okay. it. Okay. That's it. I'm a big Philly fan, so I kind of already know. But um, <laughs> yeah. but that is dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, congratulations on that. Like, you know, just having a child or, you know, a baby is just a valuable thing to bring to this life. So I definitely, um, many blessings to y'all. Many blessings to you Thank you. Thank you so that. much. So, you know, with mentioning the child, the reason why, like, you know, I, I harp on the name because I think just the tenacity and just the, 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 I guess the, the intelligence of this one character. Mm-hmm. Um, it helped me stay grounded because I honestly had like a really like I don't want to say a minor or, or a little, but I had a little bit of a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. You know, wondering like, hey, am I fit to be a father? Am mm-hmm. I ready to be a father? Mm-hmm. Am I making enough money? Like all these things came into one where like I had a, 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 a serious breakdown. I was in my office, so it was crazy, um, and. I just have to shout out um, uh, a brother of mine, Mr. You know Scott Bernhard. You know right. I called him, you know immediately, and he's you know he, he gets a lot of notifications on his phone. So usually if I call him, he doesn't answer right away. He'll hit me back later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I text him, yo, I need you, and he said, what's up? Called him, mm-hmm. and I went through almost an hour of just like my venting because mm-hmm. I really felt like I was not ready for the moment. So. You know, it's a little bit of a, a damper, but like I just have to shout him up because he helped keep me grounded, and at the same time, he helped me realize like you are enough, you're ready for this role. Look, right. you wait right. years um, before you embarked on this journey of fatherhood, um, so you're good, you're ready. So I just have to shout him up because now I'm back in a you know level, you know mindedness. Yeah, that's dope. Mm-hmm. That's dope. And yeah. Kiara, how has your week been, or how are you doing mentally? Uh, mentally, I'm actually in a really good space. I have recently, are you hearing like feedback? No, no. Oh, okay, good. Well, I've recently, um, this month, I decided to like do a sober month and do a lot of cleanses. Mm. And, you know, for the ones that know me, know how much I love my bad habits and how much I love to indulge in them. However, this is the first time that I've actually done a cleanse, like no smoking, drinking, all of that. And I like, I haven't really taken the time to really be proud of myself that I've actually made it like this far. And obviously I'm going to continue to keep going, but even just like it's been over two weeks and that may seem so small to some, but if you know me, that's actually like major. So I'm just like feeling really grateful and really like proud and of my growth and, and just my effort of trying to just be better, you know? So, yeah. Right. That's good. Proud of you. Proud of you. Listen, you made it day one. That's great. Thank you. It's a long time coming. It's been a hard journey, but it's good. Yeah. It's good. You start somewhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Self care comes in so many different forms. So it's not only going to the spa. That's my kind of self care, but (laughs) (laughs) taking care of your your temple is the most important part is your body. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow's going to detox too. Oh. Well, my detox was a little. His was like, ooh. Mine was a, a no food uh, detox, so I was only consuming um, water and mm-hmm. sea moss. And mm-hmm. I was on like a detox, so you know it's it's not for. I'm not gonna say it's not for the week. It's for everyone. Um, but yeah. just pace yourself. We did mine right. for four days. Um, and I was not too honest, like his butt. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. What? It did. Like he was like, I'm so weak. Oh yeah, I mean I was weak. I wasn't eating anything. I was just yeah. sea moss on water. Right. Oh, yeah. That's, but that's amazing, right? And I'm going to go for part two. Hey, yeah. of course. All right, so for me, uh, my week has been um, 
has been blessing. Uh, I just be feeling so good, just like uh, to get back in the routine of podcasting, just to connect with so many different people, um, just to, uh, I think just for me, I've always been like strong in my faith and everything like that. So I think that's been helping me as far as like, you know, becoming more wise or more disciplined and things like that. Always being ready for today, not worried about the, you know, my, my past or the future and things like that. Always keeping myself present. So that's the kind of like model that I'm in running with. It's just like keep myself present, focus on today, focus on whatever challenges that may bring and like strive forward in that growth and embrace it, embrace all of it and things like that. So that's the part of like the human growth and that's part of my growth, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's, that's been my week. Mm. That's good, that's good. Yeah. All right, so the next segment is what I like to call Black Pill Entertainment. So yes, sir. So we're gonna see what is trending black this week. There's been a lot of things that's been going on. Uh, I know we've been out for about, uh, I think about a month or so um, since taking a break from the podcast. A lot of holidays, uh, Christmas, New Year's, all this type of stuff. Um, but I'm going to pull up um, something that's been going on. Just give me one second as I pull up my tabs. You know, so I'm gonna share my screen, and then let me know, Kiara, once you see it, right? So here we go. Yeah. First thing. Yeah, I see it. There we go. So, Tori Lanes regrets not testifying at Megan the Stallion shooting trial source says um let's read a little bit more about that as tori elaine's awaits sentencing for assaulting megan the stallion with semi-automatic firearm source tells rolling stone that um the love singer feels like he was misled by his child lord into not testifying in his own defense wow so yeah so that Pretty much aware of the the Tory and yeah. case and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, what's your like your like quick thoughts about um, this? Anybody could go first as far as um, his sentencing, um, the charges. He's he had like three charges on him, um, going for like I think twenty two years in prison. Um, you know, uh, I think Megan's the Stallion's or ex best friend having immunity. Um, all that kind of scenario and jazz and things like what's your, your just general take on this? The whole thing is sus. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing is sus. It took a while, yes. Yeah, it, the whole thing is sus. And it's just um like the whole trial was just really messy and mm-hmm. the sentencing is to me it's aggressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Twenty two years and before Christmas. Fun? And it happened before Christmas too. Right. Yeah, the, the sentencing seems to me to be very aggressive. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunate that Megan got hurt. Mm-hmm. And the best thing we can all learn from it, stop drinking, guys. <laughs> Get sober. This whole excessive drinking yeah. is no good because yeah. they all was in a mess. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I can agree to that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it's just really sad. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I think he's also facing deportation as well, no? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's just really sad. So where is he course, from? You know, Canada? Um, yeah, yeah, Canada. Canada. Yeah. yeah. So it's a lot. Yeah. 
Yeah, I thought the whole thing was very messy. Uh, I'm all about accountability for both men and women. Uh, Tori, you know, you got yourself involved in that mess. Megan, your stories was kind of mixy and up and down, everything like that. Her ex-best friend getting immunity. I don't know how she got immunity, but she got immunity. And um, her, her bodyguard kind of going MIA and all this stuff like that. It was just like all over the place. Um, it was interesting illustrations that they made out of it. I don't know if y'all saw it. Like, it was like in interesting like art illustrations that, that were made of the whole trial case. Not the whole thing, but like scenes of the trial, things like that. But um, I thought like, you know, even like the mess and talking about media and toxic relations, even like the rocky relationship that Rock Nation and Tory Lanez had, because I think yeah. that they was trying to sign Tory Lanez, Tory Lanez wasn't about that kind of right. thing. And I think like, you know, like Deanne says, it was like, it was kind of sus, but my sus part as far as like the Rock Nation, Megan The Stallion, and they're kind of like pinned against Tory Lanez mm -hmm. and the whole scenario. And like I have to say, I'm not dissolving Tory Lanez from, um, Having accountability, you know, he did discharge the firearm, which he, I think he should get charged for that. Right. But the, the other two, I was like, damn, like that was pretty excessive. Yes. Things like that. Yeah. So, and uh, like I said, deportation, like soon. So it was just, wow. it was just a whole mess. It was just like all over the place. Like you know, um, making the story, story wasn't lining up and everything like that. She, she was going on to multiple interviews, going live and everything like that. Of course, Tori said his piece too, but it wasn't as like. Yeah, he had a gag order. He didn't talk about it. Right. Yeah. But it was just like, I thought that was un unfair that he couldn't talk about it. And she's yeah. the only one that could talk about it. Exactly. Um, And his moment to talk about it, he didn't talk about it. Yeah. So, because, you know, it always like that. When you look very guilty, yeah. your lawyer that's defending you always, and you see this in the movies, like, yeah, dude, don't take the stand. Girl, don't take the stand because they're gonna rip you apart. Yeah, it gave yeah. me like um, funny yeah. enough, it gave me like uh, like a, a whole season of power. Exactly, mm -hmm. it really felt like a season of power. Mm -hmm. So many twists and turns. There was so much going on. It's like I what I got from it. Don't drink. Don't hang out too late. Mm -hmm. Choose your friends wisely. And yeah, yeah, this. Be by yourself, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, Kara, what's the what's your thoughts? Any quick thoughts? I mean, the same thing that you guys said. I, I think it's just unfortunate, though. Like when you go against the industry, like this is usually what happens. Some some type of backlash or some type of like consequence done on you, no matter if the industry is wrong or whatever. But I definitely think there's deeper stuff here at play, and I think that's really why he's going through all this because he went against the industry, and they ain't like that. All right, so, you know, we'll, 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 we'll see what happens, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hope everyone can heal from like this. It's a, it's a crazy situation, you know, that they are all involved. Detox so. fast, too. Yeah, they need to play. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for healing for each and every one of them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what a roller coaster. All right, so the next thing we'll talk about in the Black Pill Entertainment segment is... MLK's uh, sculpture. Boy, um, <laughs> I did not know that was. Yeah, that was very confusing. Yeah. I was like, like, what is that supposed to be? When I saw this, I was like, mm, that gotta go. You know what it reminded me of? Like old school, like elementary, where you used to do um, shelter drills. Mm -hmm. Rub your head on the wall like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's 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 wow. well, I'll, I'll, show you, I'll show you like, um, <laughs> no, it's like, Pretty much 
So it's just arms yeah. holding yeah. each other. Like yeah. embracing each other. It's okay and his wife. Yeah, his wife they embracing each they, other. They, they, okay, you could have just put mm-hmm. their heads on. Instead of just having, I get like art is supposed to be interpreted a certain way, but half the time they be looking retarded. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I'm not retarded. Yeah, I mean, into art. Yeah, it's like seriously, this is what we came up with. Yeah, I yeah. can at least put that on them. Yeah, right. I and I bet you that costs so much money, millions of dollars to make that. And yeah, it sure did. It sure Just did. Don't put this in Jamaica. They were. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, oh my yeah. god, it was something that they almost. No, it was something that they did in Jamaica that cost like millions of dollars. It was a sign. Oh, the sign, yes, yes. It was, it was a welcome to yeah, 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 yeah. It was the Ochevias or Negril. Negril, I want to know. It, I think mm. it had Jamaica letters. It said welcome to, and it was like, I think $3 million. No, each sign. other was like a million. If I'm, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, something oh, like wow. that. So people yeah. was like, mm. are you serious? Like, yeah, right. they used them for something else. Right. And they were going there making memes about it, taking photos like, look at me, welcome to Negril. Like, Oh, I was God. like, wow. Seriously? Yeah. I, I thought, I, you know, I get art, but, you know, it just, it just didn't make sense to me. Like, I understand the symbolism and everything of just embracing arms and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, I think this is in Boston, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think um, so. Yeah, they said that um, sculpture, da, da, da. But they need uh, to take it down. Yeah, Boston. Boston. Take it down. Yeah, take it down, take it back. Yeah, they're not going to take this They're not going to take this down anytime soon. Yeah, it's just it don't even make sense. Yeah. So, all right, the last thing we'll talk about before we get into the you know the juicy stuff, you know, the topic of the day. Boom, pull it up. There we go. So let me share the screen so you can see what we're seeing. So these two couples, I would say Demson and Lori. Have y'all heard about them? You know, hooking up, being together, dating? Yeah. 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 Um, what's your thoughts about it? Because the reason why I pulled this up because of like Lori Harvey's history of previous relationships, Michael B. Jordan, P. Diddy. The father well, and the son. Well, and she said she didn't date both of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. She said she didn't date right. the father you know. That's what said on E when she was talking to Adrian. She said, that's a rumor. I ain't date no father and no son. Okay, okay. So, I stay corrected. I stay corrected. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's, it's so, you know, all I can say is it's just a young woman dating. That's all I can say. Right. Mm-hmm. Of course, she's not going to date a regular, regular dude. Yeah. It has to be someone of high caliber. And yeah. He's next on the list, I guess, you know. You She's think? not ready to settle down right now because it I mean, yeah. Malcolm. Um I Michael said, I said Malcolm. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan, he, he wanted to, to he down. wanted to yeah, settle wanted down, to, yeah. that's what I, I heard. Yeah. But she wasn't ready for that. So that's why that ended. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. So she still just, you know, I guess we call it being a bachelor. Yeah, just yeah. dating, you know. Listen, y'all didn't, yeah, I wasn't shaming um George Clooney when he was a bachelor for the long time. No, I, 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 I thought I was he wasn't gonna marry nobody, yeah. So, all of a sudden, what's his name? Alma, um, is that the name I, of his wife? Oh, Alma? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, she, I'm not too sure. She came around, and all yeah. of a sudden, my guy's off the market, and uh, he's been off the market. They've been married for a while, oh, yeah, now. yeah, they yeah. haven't been married for a while, and I never thought that would have happened because yeah. he's been. 
is doing his thing. Yeah, because like I'm not for like the Bachelor and all these type of shows because yeah. I thought it was I'm thinking yeah, they're weird to me in my opinion. Not them themselves, just the, the whole the premise concept. of the show yeah. mm-hmm. um, is very weird. So um, I could understand the kind of concept. Um, and 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 Dameson was like, you know, it was like, you know, forget uh, what people are saying because of like Michael B. Jordan and all that kind of situation that she got herself, you know, involved with and everything like that. So I can understand perspective because we don't know too much of the ends. We're only just looking at it from the outside looking in. You know what I'm saying? So right. um, I just tied this in as far as like relationships, media, their public figures, things like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, him being in Snowfall, Lori being famous for. What's your thoughts about this as far as like um, them being the public figure? We're talking about relationships, we're talking about media and toxic relations. Well, I agree with Yanni. I don't, first of all. You ain't have to put toxic relationships in that same sentence with Lori Hart. Right, I, 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 no, no, I, I wouldn't consider this a toxic relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no, you're not, you're not fighting. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. She's having a good time. Yeah. Right. That's what I see. I feel like she's dating. Like, that's what she should do. And rather than just settle and then years later get divorced or find out she's not happy or they don't actually like each other, like, she's dating that's what we all should do to you know figure people out and date it's just she's magnified because she's in the in the public eye but yeah and because she is the Lori Harvey right she's young she's like she's under 30 yeah I think she's 26 yeah 26 yeah so she's not she in her in her head she's not ready to settle down right yeah, but maybe you never know. Maybe by next year or the year after, yeah. she'd be ready to settle up. Right now, she's having a good time, yeah. and we can't, um, you know, fault her for that. But right, because guys do it too. Yeah. But I know there's this whole double standard. You know, want to label her certain kind of words, you know, which I don't yeah. think she is. And I'm not saying that because I'm a woman. And I'm I, just saying she's just having mm-hmm. fun. I think because like. We look at it, like I said, we, look, we only look at it from the outside looking in. So she's been from like dating, relationships, whatever. So she hasn't been like messy like other people. Yeah. Like, from I, know, future was messy. I don't know why she touched that. Yeah, that was another thing. I think yeah. that's what kind of like put up a little bit of our, a, red, yeah, a, a red, red flag, flag type yeah. of thing. So yeah. that's why. Yeah. City girl of what? City girl of 10 points? All right, so that concludes that segment of uh, Black Pill Entertainment. So let's get down to the topic, you know what I'm saying? That was a good 20-minute, 24-minute run, so, you know. Next thing, what comes to mind? So this is like a brief segment. It's just only say a few words, uh, a couple sentences of what comes to mind when you think about media and toxic relations. Publicity. It's just what is it? Publicity, okay. It's just two people, Blueface and Christian Rock. Oh my oh, god! god. <laughs> not back. That's a great example, though. Them and all the other magnified toxic relations that you yeah. see yeah. on social media. Mm-hmm. Oh, every single one of them. <laughs> Blueface. Yeah, no. Blueface, baby. Yes, that's a good one. No, that's a that's a great one. Yeah. What about you, Kira? What's a quick thoughts or brief uh, words about uh, when you think about media and toxic relations? 
Um, I, I look at it like I, it just it's just I don't like it nowadays what it does to people and the perspective perception that it puts on people because now you have all these people saying like oh this is this is couple goals these are relationship goals and they're looking at like Instagram version like everybody Instagram's not real totally you know so it now has put like a, a false sense of like identity on relationships to some people not everybody but a lot of people do look up to a lot of people in the media in some of these toxic relationships and like they've become couple goals or relationship goals or like oh they're really in love no they need healing they traumatize mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. yeah. yeah there's like there's a lot of layers there's a lot of variables and there's not always like a one fit all solution mm-hmm. i think that solutions are very uh micro when it comes to people's situations you don't know what they're going through what kind of toxic relationship that they have uh, and what they're doing to either like um, bring themselves together or bring themselves more apart and things like that. So like, I think that's something that I had to keep mindful of about like, you know, giving out advice or solutions because it's like, okay, where is that gearing towards specifically? You know what I'm saying? So that's something that I want to be very cognizant of about when it comes to media tax relation is that like, we can see all these tax relations, but like, wh- what are the variables that are making toxic? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Well, their behavior <laughs> no no i know yeah but i'm just saying like it's there's always other things that's yeah. underlying so like it could be like their upbringing their, how they was raised how their parents treat them uh, no, no. <laughs> I, don't, I think well it could be a I think it's about time we as the people the black people mm-hmm. leaning on your environment mm-hmm. oh my mother was there I agree with my that. daddy wasn't there i, I grew yeah. up in the hood yeah. i got no money as those that victim mentality. Yeah. Yeah, that victim mentality like, as to why you, you have this outrageous, yeah. you know, uncontrollable behavior. Yeah. And yeah. why are you so ignorant? Like, why do we have to lean on those things? Mm-hmm. Like, I just, it's all, it's just so, it's unfortunate. It's like, mm-hmm. can you grow up? Yeah, can you true. mature? Yeah. Can you like do something else with your life? Can you, you look like? past those conditions? Yeah, like not true. every. No, I definitely agree. You got white people that, that have those kind of like um experiences too. Yeah, yeah. Other right. cultures as well. Yeah. So it's not just look at India. There's some places in India that it's like, yo, I'm yeah, glad to come from the, poorest, the ghetto of Jamaica. One of the poorest countries in the world. Yeah. Right. You know, it's crazy too. You know, you say that like a lot of people victimize and lean on like their past, but I saw a Facebook status today and I, I could not like it, love it, care it, even, you know, all those emojis um, basically <laughs> said, we're grown now, stop saying y'all can't communicate, learn how to communicate. Exactly. Well, as is. Yeah. So, you know, going back to, you know, like ignorance and people. You know, no, because I, I agree with you. I'm just saying it as like factors and excuses yeah, that people make things they, like They always that. make that excuse. And yeah. it's like, come on, get over yourself. Are you serious? <laughs> right. Like, are you really serious right now? Yeah. All right, so we're going to get into one of the first questions that we have. Um, boom. What do you think about your relationships being in the media? Mm. This, is, this, is, this is targeted. This is targeted. Because, <laughs> you know, clearly it's relational, right? Right. Yeah. Hey, yo. Um, Make sure you follow their podcast. <laughs> Honestly, like a lot of people have, uh, you know, do you put up on social media what you want everybody to see, right? Mm-hmm. So essentially, you could say you're putting up a facade or just a good. Um, for, to me, social really doesn't really matter, you know, in terms of like putting up our relationship because again, you put what you want others to see. Yeah. Right. So that's my short answer. I'll, I'll give. 
I'll let you take it off from that. Yeah, um, well, for me, we're just living our lives, you know, right. and what we put out in the media, obviously, is what you want people to see, mm-hmm. you know, and personally for us, we don't, like, let social media dictate our relationship. Mm-hmm. We don't base it off of that. We base it off of just each other, yeah. what we want. So we don't, like, publicize when we are upset at each other. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to unfriend him on Instagram if he gets me upset. Yeah. So people do that. Fun fact, yeah. you did do that before. But that was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the before. That was the before. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Talk about podcasts. I'm not related <laughs> to that. Like, <laughs> just, if you go on Facebook Memories right now, you will see Yanni unfriended me one time oh, in history. Yeah. Yeah, that was when I was in high school. I don't remember high school. High school days. Yeah. <laughs> She's talking all posh now. I got to remember. Remember, you know, you can't yeah. be somewhere. But yeah. I'm saying now, like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying, you know, sometimes you just got to be by yourself and be myself. And I, you know, I don't know nobody. Like, oh, I never yeah. put up a status like right. that. Either. You know, I won't be like, damn, what did Kimar do? Shady. Shady, yeah. Yeah, and I've got to be mindful even just certain quotes. That I made posts for um, on my personal page or mm. on the inspirational page. I don't want people to think something is wrong when nothing is wrong. It's just yeah. a message, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, message can be misinterpreted 100% and yeah. things like that. For sure. Regardless if you're a good example, people are going to still have a perception of you. Yes. Regardless, you know, good or bad and things like that. You could be living the most decent, average life. Somebody's always going to have a perception of you. Whether or not in this country, elsewhere, individuals, social media, whatever the case may be. Some people just, just want to start trouble, just to start trouble. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that's something to keep in mind as far as like um, when it comes to relationship. Even if you did not intend to be in the media, there's something as far as like being sort of a, a sort of public eye to certain people, whether it's in your vicinity, your environment, um, local areas, and things like that, where people is gonna just have that perception. Yeah, like that. and you don't know who's watching. You live in a glass house. You don't know yeah. who's watching. To add to that too, you know, something me and Danny do very often is um, obviously we post our story or we post a status or whatever we have you, but we always you know check each other. Right. Mm, yeah. like if I put up something that seems, you know, insinuating something else, she's like, whoa, whoa, what you doing? Take that down or vice versa mm. um, for her. So like we even had a moment where she posted something like, ah, this looks like it might be geared in other directions. Oh, like, yeah, I remember. I'm not going to talk about it. But, you know, I'm not going to say the specifics, I should say. But, but you I'm take like, accountability for yeah, each other. Yeah. 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 I left it up because I was like, I didn't think it was that deep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's that period. It was, oh. Yeah. Well, what it was, it was me jumping on a trampoline and I put it was a throwback Thursday, right? mm-hmm. and I put point of view, um, me being happy. He was like, "No, why did you put no, that no, out no, there?" No, 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 no. You said when I'm at my happiest. Okay. Oh, okay, I got this. So misinterpretation. So he took it as, "Oh, you see, that's my son. You posted that up there now. Now people gonna think you. That's the only time you was happy." Yeah, yeah like yeah, your relationship yeah. mushroom. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, like dude, it was messy. I was having fun on the trampoline, so. <laughs> Like it could be like small things like that because right. you don't know where the context of that I'm the happiest is stemming from and things like that. And then you can put a blank blanket example right in front of people's faces and people still like misinterpret. Yeah, right tonight I get no DM saying, Are you okay, boo? Right. No. I get no DM <laughs> that don't mean I didn't. Did you? I ain't I, I plead the fifth. Moment gone. All right, Kiara, what's your thoughts? Um, it's like I'm I'm torn about it because it's like 
you know, like same with you guys saying, once you, you put things out there and especially on the internet, social media, whatever, and you let the public in, it's really hard to take that back. And especially when you get to a certain level, it's really hard to, you know, to take that back. And, and you got people in your life now, you know? And so any little thing, you, you post something that, like, Danny, she didn't necessarily mean to, but I could also see, like, Kimara, I could see how it can be taken and people now in her DMs, like, you good? Like, you okay? Is everything, like, it, it's just such, so tricky. But then at the same time, I also think that, it is important because there's so much negativity out in the world. I also like, and, and I'm speaking personally, like I, I am happy in my relationship. You know, I love my man. I think that we are healthy. Not that we're perfect. We're definitely growing, but I do think that it's also important for people to see healthy, happy, at least, you know, especially black love, you know, and it doesn't mean that we're not going to have our problems and have our fights and all of that. But I do think that, it's also so you know it's also good to show a different narrative because we're constantly seeing so much negativity so much toxicness being glorified but it's like what if we're also seeing happy healthy relationships we're seeing a couple maybe get into a disagreement but figuring out how to like you know talk and communicate and and showing that side too so it's like it's it's a little i don't know i'm torn in the middle about how i feel with like my relationship being in the in the media yeah yeah. Yeah. All right. So um my thoughts about it is um I I don't I'm not for like media attention because like even before this, I wasn't even for like social media. Mm-hmm. Like and I wasn't for like Facebook getting on any trends or anything like that. Um, you know, obviously I'm on it now because of like you know business endeavors right. and things like that. So um and if Kara or anybody knows, like I hardly post. I'll be probably on Instagram stories, but I hardly post mm-hmm. and things like that. And I think that one thing that I take, I'm proud about is that I don't put too much of my personal business out there. You know what I'm saying? Especially when it comes you to gotta relationships. You got to repeat that statement. Yeah, I don't put <laughs> none of my personal business out there. Um, especially when it comes to if I was in a relationship, I think that's something that we have to define within ourselves yeah. and communicate as far as like, okay, we're going to be positive. Because it would be so weird. I got to point this out. I'm going to like, pay attention to me. Um, when, it, when it comes to people in relationships, and it's just like one person will have a problem. They'll post it. They'll put like a, a screen or text or whatever. They're like, oh, this. They'll put like some, some subliminal message. And I'm just like, can you just talk to your person yes. about it? Yes. Right. Like, why are you putting it in such a public? Like, you're so your dopamine is all driven for attention yeah. that you would rather have the public opinion rather mm-hmm. than partner mm-hmm. or somebody mm-hmm. you're in a relationship with and things like that. So I always find that web. Regardless if my if I had somebody in a relationship that uh, we did end up in the public eye or, or in the media, uh, we will know how to conduct ourselves because we set boundaries, we have standards, and we have integrity. So right. that's, that's my, my Yeah, because I don't know why it's, it's that's a trend too, like yeah. the whole public right. shaming. Yeah. Like yeah, it's public embarrassment. Public yeah. embarrassment, public shaming, it's a trend. Like, And it, it's weird that instead of like picking up the phone or like meeting up with the person to talk mm-hmm. to them, um, or send it an email. Listen, if they don't want to pick up the phone, send them an email. Cause, <sighs> really? Yes, because really? one time when I didn't want to talk to Kamar, mm-hmm. was the time when we were broken up, we got broken up so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, back when we were up and down our relationship. It was a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was like high but school That's happening. That's real, though. That's yeah, real. that was high school and college. Right. We were like a roller coaster. So I didn't want to talk to him. 
But so, she accepted my emails. Yes, I accepted it. <laughs> it's always an open line of communication. I'm you, yeah. when you're relentless, you will fight. Right. <laughs> so listen, send them an I respect email. that, sir. I respect <laughs> that. Then you know they got a notification. Yeah. Right. Emails don't bounce. Yeah. But then, right, so. wait, last thing, last thing, Jay, before you move on. It's also like, this is like it's this is another reason why I'm torn because so like for example you two you guys have a podcast a relationship podcast and it's like I do feel like we are here put on this earth to for one another you know to be able to re to to relate to one another and sometimes showing that or exposing that can help people relate to you and learn a lot so like for me I'm in a relationship I'm not married yet but I aspire to be married so now I'm interested in your podcast and what you guys have to say because it, you know, it does seem like you have a really loving, long, you guys been together for a long time. You're married, you're expecting your first shot. So I can, I can relate to that. And I can, I feel like I can learn a few things, you know, or just have experience, you know, for when I do enter that. So it's like, you put your relationship kind of out there in a way. And here I'm able to, you know, I'm, I'm interested because I can, I want to relate. I want to understand. I want to learn some things. So that is a benefit of it. Yeah, yeah, and also because of the substance of it, y'all married for like eight years. Y'all right. been together for 13. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So there's a sub significant amount of value that comes with that. A lot of ups and downs, a lot of experiences and things like that. So yeah. people will be a little bit more prone to listen to y'all because of that that grounded substance that y'all have. Right. Yeah. There's one little soft plug that we can mention in, you know, talking about relationship and some stuff happening. You want to talk about it? Oh, we do have an ebook. Oh, it talks okay. about a 25 a long-lasting relationship mm -hmm. yeah. and to certify that you know obviously we published that ebook you know it's in the process it's, it's going to be published um in the next week or so right mm -hmm. um we are actually being featured as uh, relationship experts um wow. via how now wikipedia wikihow <laughs> you know that's a big deal because it's showing that obviously you know, we come from, you know, we're cut from a good cloth, obviously home-wise, family-wise. And at the same time, we have a lot of experiences in our relationship, in essence, that we can share with a lot of different people so they can have a long-lasting, beautiful relationship as per our ebook. Yeah, that's the best. All right. So to get into the next questions, like a lot of good stuff, a lot of good gems. What is a perspective you have on social media couples? So, you know, we talked about the Lori and Dameson situation. Obviously, there's plenty of other examples of people in um, relationships with Russell and Sierra. You can name it all. I don't, whatever the case may be. Or even just from uh, social media, like in the influencers, social media influencers, things like that. So what's your thoughts about social media couples and the progression that it has and the effect that it has on social media, especially like how it's influencing other people. People are either inspired or motivated by it. They want to like do a little bit of a copy and paste into their own twist or personality about it. So what's your general thoughts about it? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, I, I like seeing them, mm -hmm. especially when they are positive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know? Some like it's a couple that I can personally really um relate to. Mm -hmm. I like there's this YouTube couple that I like, um, Josh and EC, mm -hmm. and I think they're so cute. You know, they got engaged, I think, last year or yeah, one of the years they got engaged. Okay, I'm not really sure, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so they got engaged and they got married last year, mm -hmm. 
you know, and it was just beautiful to see. It was like, wow, you guys actually got married. And they just just showed like how they they started out as like best friends, mm-hmm. and they have this great friendship with each other. And they do like weekly check ins. Oh, that's what they do like every Sunday to check in with each other, see how each other are doing mentally. And it's yeah. like, wow, it's like this. Those are like plugs that you can take in for your own relationship yeah. and just have a good time and be able to not publicize when you guys have those crazy moments. I'm sure they do. Yeah, they seem perfect. Yeah. Where you see when they post stuff on like their Instagram pages and stuff, yeah. like YouTube, but I know they're not perfect. Yeah. And that's what I was talking about as far as like if there's any issues, we'll kind of like discuss it in private and things like that. So to kind of still put up more of a positive image, because I don't know what goes on behind the scenes with mm-hmm. them, but yeah. to see that it's just like, okay, this is what we're going through. And maybe they'd be open to certain parts as far as some issues and problems and things like that. But when it comes to more of the personal stuff, it's like they know how to like, Um, the other YouTube couple. I'm sure you guys heard of like Dara and Ken. Yes, I heard. Yes. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. that went down in flames, but yeah. Dara like she's doing good. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ken, I'm not so sure, but yeah, like she. Girl, yeah. bounce so, back. Mm-hmm. Are you here for social media couples? I like seeing them when they have a positive um, right on them. Obviously, I don't like when they break up. Because it becomes this big thing when they break yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Or like mm-hmm. they announce it on the YouTube, right? On the YouTube channel, like, oh my gosh, we're we're not together yeah. anymore, or it's so unfortunate to see. Right. Yeah. Um, and we were yeah. I know when you're right. investing you're in investing, them, creating, you're them following on. a story, you yeah. have a following, a fan base, and everything that comes along with it. It's just yeah. like to tell them because it's like you know it feels like they're a part of you in a sense and they're the one that supports you through your channel and everything so yeah i kind of get that but kimar what's your thoughts so um i mean it seemed like yeah i'm I'm definitely here for them Uh, if they're in a positive light i think i grow extremely tired of like the couples that like um aggressively prank each other I think oh it's just like yeah, they're, I don't know, it's giving off annoying. It is, it is it's like all you guys are good for is pranks. Yeah. And then in top of pranks, maybe it's I'm just like y'all don't see the pranks going on. Like y'all don't y'all don't see that. That's like, what I'm saying. Like us as melanated people, we're looking at like one, you're making a mess, two, that costs money, <laughs> three. Like, the obvious sense, like you're about to be pranked. Like Yeah, like oh, I don't know, man. This is weird. So I am here for it as well. Like you said, if, she, if it has a positive message, um, I'm also here if they're also not giving us, I don't want to say like a hundred percent, but like you know, there's certain social media couples that look like they're trying to give you almost everything in their life, mm-hmm. right? There's like no um secrecy the uh or anonymity well with their life. They they're trying to block everything so you see yeah. like my dentist appointment, my first drive, like I keep that to yourself, yeah, you know, right. honestly. Right. Uh, Kira, what's your thoughts about it? What, about, uh, same, same as that. I like seeing them when they're positive. You know, there's like, there's two couples. One, her name is like, I think Christy Sarah. I can't remember her husband's name, but they do actually prank a lot. However, maybe maybe it's because I don't like watch them like 24-7 or watch them so much. But when I do watch them, I, I, I feel happy. You know, I feel like, you know, it's they, they seem really happy, you know, and, and 
he's a chef and she just, I don't know what she does, but they just seem like they really have a good relationship and they have kids. And then there was another couple that I also was following. I haven't seen them post in a long time, but it was, I can't remember the names, but it was like, it was a, a, a black female and she was um, bigger. She was more heavy set, and she was dating like this Dominican shorter guy. She was maybe like six foot. He was maybe like five, seven, five, eight. I don't know. He was shorter than her. He was also skinny, like worked out. And there, they were document like their relationship and how you know how she she got him and how he was interested in her. And I feel like that was one very powerful for like women who also feel like her, how they feel and that there's still hope and you can find a man that still loves you even despite everything. He even helped her like lose some of the weight and not in like a judgmental, like he loved her at her biggest and still encouraged her even when she got small. Like it was, it was nice and refreshing to see. So yeah, I, I like when they're positive and they're uplifting and make you feel good. Yeah. 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 Or you can see them like building a goal together, like that that weight loss journey. Even though you know she was going on, it and he was he was fine with her as is, but she's like, "Hey, I want better." And then you know going through that journey together, like yeah. that's what we'd like to see. Or we're about to close on you know this house together. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's this support. Yeah, yeah. You know, supporting each other. It's good. Come right. on, oh, man. So much negative in the world. I need to keep seeing it. Mm-hmm. like in relationships too. It's annoying. Um. So. Speaking about negativity and positivity, um, for the next question is what are one example of negative and positive factors you see in today's relationship that is promoted in the media? So just give one example for one positive and one for a negative. So we'll start with we'll start with a negative. We won't save the positivity for last. So uh Kimar, one negative example that you see, I guess, currently in our today's society when it comes to the promotions of like today's relationships. And that could be from any factor, from like the good or bad or the ugly. Uh, there's so many, I'm trying to pick one. <laughs> um, there's this thing of, you know, I guess the one thing I would probably pick up or pick out is probably like, it, it seems like perceived to always have like a backup person or somebody who just on deck, oh. like ready, like, oh, if this don't work out, hey, you got your, you know, thank you next type person, ready, like ready mm. to go. Um, I, I think that's what I'll, I'll kind of. I want to speak more on that, but I want to get other people's thoughts on that as well. Okay. Well, um, well, for me, I would say um, when I see women being in situations where they know they're not going to get love from him, mm. and they stay in there because he's spending money on on mm. her, or he's you yeah, know, it's romantic. Yeah, or like he's always taking her on trips and stuff, but. Yeah. She knows she wants to get married, mm-hmm. but he's not going to give her that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I hate seeing that stuff. I think, do you think that, that kind of falls into more like that fantasy, that Disney fantasy thing? Yeah. Like yeah. 100%. Um, and Kira, what's one negative example that you could think of? I think mine has to be, um, I, I think Deanny mentioned yeah. it earlier, but the bashing. Like that, really, I just like just don't understand it, you know. And especially because nine times out of ten, they go back with the person that they just blasted mm-hmm. all over social media and just yeah. expose so much. And people are just exposed, like Kimar said, so much, like you know. So I think that that is really a huge negative because that is, that's become a lot of people's outlet. And and rather than going to like therapy or talking to somebody or praying and talking to God. They go to social media and then it's like, okay, what what are we supposed to do with this information? 
Yeah, half the time that's what the comments be saying. Yeah. It was like <laughs> after all that, they're gonna get back with him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think for me, um, because I, I want to piggyback on what you said about the kind of backup thing, um, you know, because you know I'm, I'm single in the market, you know, dating and everything, and I talk to certain women and like, and uh, we get into like these conversations, and one thing that I usually bring up is that how much we're in a rush to get in relationships mm-hmm. uh, where we don't share like moral vows or um, certain compatibility levels and things like that when it comes to certain point things. I'm not saying not to have fun and to joke and everything like that, but when it really comes down to the nitty gritty of this stuff, when you get past all the, the fluff and all the whatever and things like that, it's like, okay, what are your intentions? What are you really about and things like that? So it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you want to be with somebody and have fun, whatever, things like that. But when it comes to people that are really intentioned about being relationships and things like that, it's like, it's always like an easy bake oven type of situation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Instead of like taking your time, making it bake, let it simmer and everything right. like that. It's the, like, let, let the let the relationship kind of like build on its own. I think the one of the great foundation other than, you know, my faith in God and everything like that is building a relationship off of friendship. And I think like just getting to know them as a friend seeing them in different situations, different environments, how they treat other people, um, how they interact with their friends, their families or whatever, things like that. Um, what are their past experiences? How have they learned and grow from there? It's just kind of like accumulating that kind of like, I don't want to call it like analyzing, but we're kind of really analyzing because we always want to pick out the parts of the qualities of the person that you see. And it's like, yo, I can see myself with this person. We're growing, we're communicating, things are flowing in a good direction, things like that. It may have its like ups and downs, but it's still going. Like I would, like this is something that um one of my my uh, former workers said to me uh, when we was talking about you know some biblical stuff and things like that. And I was telling him about about my um, troubles with temptation and things like that. Obviously, like I've gotten in a better space as discipline, but he was saying like. Anytime that like, you get into yourself in a situation, we're always kind of dwelling on those thoughts for so long. And especially mm-hmm. when it comes to like, you know, our past mistakes or somebody that we messed with or things like that. And he said, like, it's better to stumble forward than backwards. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So always try to look at the things as far as like any challenges that you have facing you and the person that you're trying to meet is like a challenge forward. You know, whether you are meant to be with that person or not. It's like it's a lesson there, you know. what I'm saying, okay, what can I learn from this experience and things like that, and to take it forth so I could like better be a better suited person in a relationship and things like that. Right. So that's what right. I think about right. as far as like the negative example, as far as like people being too much in a rush. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's good. I so, got one more. I got one more. Is another thing okay. that bothers me. Well, not bothers. Well, yeah, it does bother me. But I guess it's like the la- the gender roles or the lack of. I feel like social media has played such a big part on that. And nowadays, you know, in some relationships, it's like they're still maybe, I don't know, it's just a balance, like traditional or like this new age. Like I just noticed that there's a big talk on different gender roles in relationships that I feel like is definitely due to social media. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, because like I don't even want to piggyback on that because like, I always say like the relationship, there's different dynamic relationships. 100%. So there's different yeah. models. And as long as y'all communicating and having a mutual agreement and then that's saying your boundaries and standards and y'all still doing it out of love and care for each other to see it grow, then like, who am I to say like, oh, you should do this type of relationship exactly. because you don't know because they have a different dynamic going on for themselves. Right. Whether the guy is cooking and she's doing house or whatever the case may be. Right. Like, 
there's always a different role and skill set pertaining to their dynamic. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So, you know, it's good that you know, that was mentioned too, because funny enough, that's one of the, when we interview couples, that's one of the questions we ask them. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever year we're in, you know, do um, you know, societal roles or do like those roles matter in your relationship, like generals. And a lot yeah. of times you'll hear people say yes, you hear them say no. And at the end of the day, you'll always say, we do what works best for our relationship. Just like with us, mm-hmm. right? You know, I make a joke to Dan all the time. I'm like, yo, take out the trash. But at the end of the day, she never takes out the trash because I do it. Um, okay. I have done it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I have done it sometimes. All right, so do then, I do it often? Yeah. No. So here we're going to hear But out. I have done it sometimes. Here we're going to end out some, some, some used clothes, used laundry, not dirty laundry. So who does laundry? Kamar does laundry. Okay. Have you ever done laundry? I've not done laundry by myself. Yes, it's always with me. Before pregnancy, we did it together. What? Mm. Yeah, we used to do it together. She's capping for the camera. She's <laughs> for the camera. No, I'm saying we used to do it together, and Kamar decided to do it when he was working from home. So then that's when oh, okay. that changed when he started to do it more. So, But like an example of a general would be like, oh, a woman is supposed to be cooking, right. cleaning. Yeah. And doing laundry, oh, like, yeah. like I like like she said, it makes sense. I work from home select days out of the week, right? Yeah. Why should I wait for her to come home from work and do laundry, or wait till the weekend where it's you know maybe crowded if we have to go to a laundromat? Yeah, yeah. No. It's like you're trying to pile up. You don't want to pile up the responsibility. If you have the free up time and things like that, you take it. And then when she has the free up time, she'll be able to do it, take care of other responsibilities as well. Right. So it right. creates that balance. Yeah, I, I agree with that. You know, what I'm saying. Right. I think you're too stuck on that, like you know, because I would. In my thought process, I always felt like I was more traditional, but I'm getting a little sprinkle of modern in me. You know what I'm saying? As far as like, you know, things are changing. Times was different then as far as like uh, relationships back then compared to now. Right. Um, and the sort of the models that are being set forth out mm-hmm. there as well. So, and that plays along with, you know, like Kira was saying about the media and social media being a big part of like, you know, this kind of like, like, where do we stand with these gender role things? And, right. you know. Uh, the dynamics of the relationship. What do I do? I take up this duty? Do I do this and this, right. that? It creates too much layers and confusion rather than just saying, like, okay, no, do what's best for y'all. Like right. you said, do what's right. best for y'all relationship. Yeah. Especially you know topic of, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, especially the topic like first dates. Now I'm not gonna weigh in on my input of what it of what you know I think, but I feel like that topic has became so big because of social media. Like, not that we didn't talk about it, about it maybe in small groups or amongst ourselves or with our friends or family. However, I for sure feel like that topic has, everybody talks about it all the time. And I feel like because of social media. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, who pays on the first date, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was like one of the most trended videos on our page, like who pays for the first date. Yeah. And I never realized like that, it, it was that large of a discussion. It's yeah. like, she does, she does, go Dutch. You know what I mean? Like, in, in my... Yeah, in my I, I, I think, well, personally, in that sense, I would like to see it to be traditional where the guy pays for the dinner. Mm-hmm. You know? I, there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah. unless we agree at the dinner Absolutely. table, like, hey, you know what? Let's, let's split it. Then we can split it. Mm-hmm. And he should not be looked any different because he threw that option at her. Yeah, I don't like now for a woman to look at him weird for like wanting to go Dutch on the, yeah. you know, on the first date. Because I, I I had a discussion with somebody. I don't know if we had a discussion about that, Kira, or like it was with uh, other friends. And then um, it's always that word there because I'm always, for me, I personally, I don't care about taking initiative, paying it. 
but I always care for the part of like, let me get to know you. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't care if you go for a coffee day, whatever, I don't care what it is. It's like, do you enjoy my company? Do we join each other's right. company? That and we get too much lost in like oh who pays for this the the fake pull out wallet type of thing and whatever purse trip I don't care uh, <laughs> like going to the bathroom oh I'll be right back no more all that type of stuff right. it's like too much games this is like you know what we're doing things like that so we get too much lost in these games of like dating and stuff like that and not like just enjoying each other's company things like that so you know it's just a big debacle yeah. about that yeah. yeah. All right, so we're going to close this segment of the Black Pill Podcast, but stay tuned for our after-hours discussion, you know what I'm saying? Uh, sign up to our Patreon and the link in our bios. You follow us on social media. It's going to be in the description on YouTube, or on Instagram, uh, wherever you can follow us, uh, it will be there. So make sure you sign up, uh, become an exclusive member, and get exclusive access to our after-hour conversations because it gets deep, it gets spicy, you know what I'm saying? So... You know, stay tuned for that and things like that. Uh, but to close out, uh, a dose of reality. So to our special guests, I need you to go first. What will be your dose of reality as far as like your reality check within yourselves or something that you want to share to the audience about this whole discussion about media and toxic relations? Yeah, I would say just don't let social media dictate your own personal relationship. Because mm. guess what? Your relationship is you and the other person. Yeah. It's not these billions of people that's on social media. No matter if you put your business out there and say, you know what, girl, you did good, or a guy, you know, you did good, they're not gonna be with you to have to deal with the actual issue. Yeah. Yeah. So don't let it dictate your relationship. Just focus on what works best for both of you. Yeah. Piggybacking off of that, like she said. All those people, they may give you a, a, a reshare, they may retweet you, they may quote you, they may like, whatever. But then again, like she said, they're not going to be there for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my final answer, uh, funny, it was said on uh, a recent episode of ours, uh, remove expectations. And mm. these expectations come from, you know, social constructs and or social media. Mm-hmm. You know, stop expecting this to happen because you such you have such a high level of expectation. What can happen is if the expectation is not met, you either disappointed, disowning this person, or just you know have a, a disdain for the person. So I would say remove ex, you know high level expectations that you're putting on people that you they may not even have for you. Right. Uh, Kara, what's your uh, dose of reality? Well, I'm gonna piggyback off of both of you and just say you know don't idolize other people's relationships because you you just never really. Never goes on you know behind closed doors and what goes on between them so really like all that time you spend idolizing other people's relationship like pour it back into you and your relationship and and work on that cool well said i think for me uh a dose of reality would be that um you know relationships are uh are a challenge there there should be a step towards growth not a setback um, I think oftentimes we find ourselves rushing, especially with this day and age with technology and social media and media. It's like a rapid succession of like, like who I want to be with. Or like if I spend time alone, it's like this toxic image of like, I want to be independent or you're just being an adult. You're paying bills and everything. It's like, oh, I'm independent. No, you're just being an adult. And I think that all these portrayals and negativity is stemming off of something that's like all these variables will come up as excuses. But uh, it's really just you having to look and reflect on yourself and value yourself and loving yourself and cherishing that there's 
people that's for you, but you can't allow other people to dictate you in a negative mind frame and things like that. And I think that's the pathway that people are going to because negativity breeds attention, mm. it breeds views, it breeds all this type of stuff that people are kind of more engaged in. And like, there's a lot of positive. The crazy thing is, like, on on, on average, if you if I if I had to put my opinion on average, there's a lot of decent people. There's not that much negativity. Of course, there's a lot of negativity. Don't get me wrong. But I'm talking about it's from a relationship, like just people living ordinary lives, you know, working hard. You know, they, they're just worrying about the next phone bill or, or rent right. or whatever, things like that. It's like there's a lot of decent people. And then um, we just got to find ourselves connected with more of those people and then seeing, OK, how can I look, uh, look them? How can we encourage each other? How can I serve you? And I think that's the other part that, that are missing in, in relationship, that selflessness. Mm. You know, just serving your partner, serving your 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 man or your woman or whoever the case may be. And like um, I think that's the dose reality. When it comes to the media, don't get too lost of it because that dopamine is gonna kick in and like you're gonna get yourself lost looking at so many TikTok videos that you know it runs endless, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> and you end up alone, alone and just lonely. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that, that concludes this episode of the Black Pill Podcast. Like I said, make sure you follow us on Instagram at the Black Pill Podcast. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel at the Black Pill Society. And Kimar uh, and Vianney, uh, where can they follow you? Um, they can find us at itsrelational.co. Um, that's our podcast page. Um, but we, even before we talk about where they can find us, I just want to thank, you know, both you, uh, OBJ and Kiara for you know allowing us to be the season openers for season three. Yes, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, so much so I'd be remiss if I didn't say thank you numerous of times. So thank of you, course, thank you, course. thank you, thank you. Yes, yes, thank you for having us. Of course, um, and I'd like to thank y'all for like being a part of our first episode, our first opening of the season. Uh, me and Kiara, we've been talking a lot as far as like the changes that's going to come, um, things that uh, you've talked to me about the podcast that we want to incorporate into this podcast as well. Um, when it comes to more short, more real, um, um, getting our audience up there, getting more subscribers up there, and things like that. But these are real things that we want to make our sh- make sure that our podcast grows efficiently and that we're bringing valuable content to people and things like that because. Uh, you know, there's too many negative examples and we want to be the positive you know, like, you know shop the right yeah. so yeah um yeah so uh we to close this episode uh you can follow me on instagram at t-h-e-r-e-i-j-a-y and kiara what can you follow you you can follow me at kiara k-i-a-r-a underscore aliyah a-l-e-y-i-a kiara and Yes, sir. Let's close the black, the black pill podcast. There's a black pill school. What up, everybody? Once again, this is OBJ, founder and leader of the Black Pill Society. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. But if you want to hear more, sign up to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash the Black Pill Society. Get exclusive access to our after-hour talks where things get a lot more interesting. And join a community that is cultivating a space for genuine Black creative, striving to become better each and every day. So sign up today, become a member, And I hope to hear from you soon. This is OBJ signing out.